Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Fanon 101, your class in, in, in fan fictions and all fanon-related activities. I am your professor, Jake, a.k.a. Greg Chudley, here with my, my two prize students, Sergio B. and Matt C., Oh, Sensei, this will you teach us about? I'm gonna sex? shoot you in the head with a gun if you call me that again. Are we clear? Oh, Jacob Sensei, what are we going All to right, learn about? I'm gonna send you a picture of the gun that I'm using to kill your family. Are you ready? Are you not gonna send me a picture of your balls like you sent Sam? I didn't send Sam a picture of my balls. Let's get the facts on the table. <laughs> I showed him a picture oh, yeah. of my pubes. I showed my friend Josh my balls on FaceTime. Does that make that any better? I mean, you did you did show Sam something, but I'm not going to say that on the my, podcast. I showed him my pubic hair. What do you mean? No, I'm talking about the time that you video, you video shared and only he saw something. Oh, yeah, my ass. He saw my whole ass. <laughs> and, no, and nobody saw it but him, even though there's nine people in the Discord call. Yeah. So this is going to be a short episode, I'm assuming. Uh, kind of. It's about 7,000 words, but I'm a fast Seven, reader. 7,000. Um, We're all fast readers. What are we What are we reading? What is We're it? reading an Evangelion fanfic. The third most favorited completed fic of Evangelion on fanfiction.net, in fact. That's interesting. What's it called? Oh, mm, I'm glad you asked, Jacob. It's called... Chicks dig giant robots apostrophe by Rorschach's blot. The summary is a very different Shinji comes to Tokyo three. This is completely off topic, but did you hear that? Um, that, that hello fresh allegedly uses monkeys as labor to, to get their boxes out faster. What? How? Yeah. What? Why? Well, you, you know, you teach monkey to pick to, to pick fruit and put in basket, and you don't have to hire people to pick fruits to put them in baskets anymore. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we learn this. Um. It's I don't know some Peter report. I don't know if it's true because it's PETA. Um, I mean, if they're but, feeding the monkeys, but, but they're they're they're, they're accused of coconut of using coconut milk obtained from monkey labor, where the monkeys mm. were chained on trash-strewn patches of dirt and flooded areas with car tires as their only shelter. I feel like they're kidnapped from nature and forced to milk coconuts. I feel like the monkeys would just kill you if you did that. Not if you chain them up and you keep them away from you. How do you how do you get them to give you the milk then at that point? We'll have to ask I'm, them. Yeah, ask the I monkeys. Like you'd have yeah. more labor keeping the monkeys in in order than just than just finding a random well, my guess child is, on my the street guess is and getting they, him to do it for you. My guess is that the monkeys harvest the coconuts and then they have like machines do the coconut milk. You see, like, uh, forced monkey labor monkeys. on coconut plantations in Thailand is more widespread than previously known. Some U.S. brands of retailers are still buying the country's coconut milk. 
Hmm. Yeah, allegedly this is just a thing with coconut milk. That oh, they just okay. use they use small monkeys to harvest coconut. I don't know what the monkeys are doing in this situation, to be honest. Yeah, it's 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 not necessarily the big companies. It's just the big companies go to the plantations and they're like, "Yo, can we buy coconut milk?" It's like, "Yeah, I got all this mon- free monkey labor. I'll sell it free to you for monkey. however much." Yeah. The monkeys, according to this article, the monkeys were um, chained around the neck and forced to toil day in and day out, um, picking coconuts. So they're not getting the okay. milk. I don't know if I don't know if monkeys can milk a coconut. I am confused. That's interesting. Apparently, there were there were they're pigtailed macaques, and they're apparently is it macaque or macaque? It's macaque. Macaque. But it's spelled like Jacques. I don't like that. It's maybe macaque. it's because maybe it's because they don't want it to sound like macaque. Um. The monkeys are sometimes trained in quote-unquote monkey schools where they're taught using force to climb trees in order to to pick coconuts, illegally captured as wild babies. The investigators allegedly found monkeys alone and in distress, screaming and pacing repeatedly, a a sign of anxiety. Some were missing their canine teeth, which had been removed to prevent injury to handlers. I guess that answers your question of why don't the monkeys just attack people? They they thought of that. Hey, let one monkey rips a person's face off, and now monkeys are the bad guys. Like, come on, it was one time, and he was on like benzos or something, so he was zooted the fuck out. He didn't know his own strength. And they All took right. his plushie, and he got mad. I think that's enough monkeying around. Shall we start? All right, who's gonna be? <laughs> I know Sergio wants to play. All the women. Oh, Sergio missed a joke. Sergio missed mm-hmm. a joke when he wasn't here for the Ruby recording. Oh, yeah? Because because I hosted the room and I was Sergio B. I got to voice oh. all the girls. That's right. That's right. They were like, they're, Kai and Matt were like, you're Sergio today, so you have to voice the girls. And I said, okay, my dog is pissed. Yeah, your dog is pretty pissed. All right, I'll be I'll be Shinji Akari from Neon Genesis Evangelion. I will will be older men, and Sergio can be Misato. Take it away. I love beer vending machines. (laughs) Shinji said to himself. Also, you didn't read the disclaimer. Well, yes, I do need to read the disclaimer. Uh, Disclaimer, Japanese beer isn't all that great. A friend of mine used to call it beer soda. Is the person who wrote this American? Probably. Um, Because apparently American beer is way stronger than foreign beer. Yes. Yes, it generally is, to my knowledge. So that's probably why. Dude, my dog is pissed. I love beer vending machines. Shinji said to himself as he took a sip. But I hate Japanese beer. Oh, well, it's not like I can scare up anything else. Shinji looked around and finally settled on a nearby bench. And it's not like giant monsters are common. It might be gone before I could find the good stuff. Get in. Misato screamed as her car screeched to a halt. In a minute. 
The JSDF just arrived, and I don't want to miss a minute of this. Arg. <laughs> Misato stormed out of the car and picked up the small boy and threw him into her car. Jake, I, I I need you to say your next line like a certain character after I say after I say mine. When I say get in, I mean now. Damn. Shinji sighed. Was that good <laughs> enough? Was that good enough, Sergio? It was not. It was not nearly breathy enough to be Shadow of the Hedgehog. <gasps> Damn. 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 I don't remember who I was talking to, but some. I think it was Kai. Kai said damn in something we were reading, and I, yes, I made the it, it same was, exact reference. It was, was it the Ruby, Ruby fic? fic? Yes, it was the Ruby fic. This is just the Ruby fic 2 episode, except no Kai. Mm-hmm. Our, mi- our minority was switched out for a different one. <clears throat> Shinji sighed, his first giant monster rampage, and some girl won't let him watch it. Later on... Is there something wrong with your charge, Misato? Wait, who's Ritsuko? Asked sharply. Uh, Ritsuko is the uh, oh, the woman, woman, the woman from Evangelion. Yes, as opposed to the other woman from Evangelion. Dude, Colleen Clinkenbeard voices her. What the fuck? Erica Lindback also voices her. How does that work? A rebuild. Mm-hmm. New, new. Mm-hmm. Those are both cursed. Yes. Yes, they are. He has been like that since they dropped the N2 mine. Misato said with a frown. I'm not sure why. Behind the two girls, Shinji continued giggling like a ten-year-old girl. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I imagine he sounds like, um... Yeah. Uh, Beavis. Yeah. Beavis Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Later still. Sorry, I have to hiccup. Uh, yeah, all good. I was in a hiccup, no, but not that hiccup. Was a, burp. <laughs> a giant robot. Shinji said in absolute shock. Yes, Gendo said. And you will pilot it. You don't have to read the end. The character said stuff, Matt. Well, I needed to make it clear who was talking, Jacob. Yeah, okay, so that makes hard sense. For the reader to see that. If you think you can abandon me for ten years, then give me a giant robot and expect me to forgive you. Then you're completely correct. Thanks, Dad. You're the greatest. Gendo stared. And then Gendo blinked. Finally, Gendo shrugged and decided to go along with it. Fine. But are you sure you don't want me to wheel out an injured girl first? What the fuck kind of question is that? <laughs> do you want to see a crippled woman? Boy, do I. <laughs> and you're bringing me girls, too. Shinji looked like he was about to do the happy dance. I take back everything I said about you. Man, when you want to make up for something, you go out. You go all out, don't you? Yeah, bring her out, Pops. Shinji's face was impassive as he looked at the pathetic crippled woman on the gurney. You know, I'm not sure whether or not to feel insulted that you had to break her legs so she couldn't get away from me. <laughs> she was injured in an accident. 
Okay. We didn't break her leg so that she could escape from you. Oh. Shinji looked like he was about to cry. <laughs> I'm sorry I ever doubted you, Dad. And finally, we get to the battle. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Die, Makudanarudo. You're burger sucking, so do you. Oh, I just realized it's McDonald's. McDonald's. Makudanarudo. <laughs> Your burgers suck, and so do you. Burn in hell building, that looks ugly. Take that, porno hut. Wait, I take that back. What have I done? I'm sorry, porno hut. Shinji. Misato's voice blitzed through the audio, blitzed through the radio. Stop crushing buildings and fight the angel. Um, it was an accident. I'm still getting the hang of walking and stuff. Just fight the damn thing. Sure thing. The angel, who had done nothing but watch in shock as Shinji did more damage to the city in five minutes than it had all day, prepared itself for the coming conflict. Shinji prepared to open a can of uh, whoop-ass. Damn it. Stop posing and fight. Open up a can of Shaq Fu when Aaron Carter came out of the blue. Okay. Sure. Shinji agreed and felled the angel with several well-placed kicks to the groin. Problem solved. The bridge staff watched in shock as the Eva peeled back a section of armor from the angel and... Oh. Shinji, is it really necessary to urinate on the angel? Have to make sure he knows when he's been defeated. Oh. Misato looked uh. around the control room and was met by nothing but shrugs and looks of confusion. Return to base when you're done, I guess. Ba -da 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 -da. Your request is denied, Gendo said evilly. He will live alone. But he's just a kid. You can't be serious. The subject is closed, Major, Gendo sneered at her. <laughs> he thought to himself, if this doesn't break the boy, then nothing will. Leaving the Major, Gendo went off in search of his son to break the news to him personally. Hey, Dad. How they hanging? I have decided where you're going to stay while in Tokyo 3, Gendo said with a smile. So, am I going to live with you, Daddy? He asked eagerly. You'll be getting your own up. Apartment, Gendo said with a chilling voice. Inwardly, he smiled. The thought of him casting aside Shinji and forcing Shinji to live on his own would surely be the thing that broke the boy's spirit. Alone? All by myself? That is correct. Gendo was ready to jump for joy. Just when I think you're the greatest father in the world. Shinji began in a low voice. Mm, yes. Gendo you, leaned forward intent. You do something like this. Mm, yes, yes. 
and make me ashamed to think you can never outdo yourself. Giving me my own love nest. Dad, I... I love you. You really are the greatest. Thank you, son. Gendo said dully, inwardly crying, why did his plans never work? Maybe... Maybe he could put the boy in an empty building. Yes. Yes, the isolation would get to him and shatter his fragile little mind. Then it would be easy to set things back on track. Gendo, my boy, he said to himself, you're a genius. Uh, are you sure you're allowed to use nerve construction crews to knock out several walls and turn the entire apartment building into one giant mansion reserved for your own personal use, son? The foreman asked for the fifth time that day. You know who my father is, right? Yeah. You know he gave me a giant robot, right? Yes. Well, he also gave me an apartment here in this empty building. At first, I was confused about why he'd put me somewhere without any neighbors. Then I raised that he was giving me the entire building and not just a tiny apartment like I first thought. After that, it was easy to see what his plans were. Man, my dad sure is the greatest. Uh, if you say so, kid, he said with a shrug. Get to work, boys. Hey, Ray, Shinji said to his fellow pilot. Can I talk to you for a few minutes? What is it you need, pilot I- Ikari? Just wondering when you were planning to move in with me. If you weren't planning to move in soon, then you should probably just drop by to tell the construction crew how you'd like your room. What makes you think I'm going to move in with you? My dad brought you out to me. So, of course, you're moving in with me. Uh, I see. Ray's eyebrows drew together as she tried to form the appropriate response. While it was true that the commander had ordered her to get closer to the third child, this couldn't be what he meant, could it? Great! I'll walk you home after school and help you pack. It'll be great living together, Ray. Just you wait and see. Pilot Ikari. What do you need, Ray? Shinji asked his new friend. You said that you wished to walk me home. Right. Sorry about that, Ray. Shinji said with genuine remorse. I got so caught up playing with Toji here that I almost forgot. It's alright, Pilot Ikari. Ray said after a glance at the fallen boy. Let us be off. Later, Toji. Shinji called down as he zipped up his pants. Uh, Sergio, you can be Toji. Oh, okay. Oh, no, yeah, you can be Toji if you want. I do, I do. Okay, you can be Toji. I want to be Toji. (laughs) Sergio, you're going to be Kensuke. Hey, uh, oh, no, yeah, go ahead. Sergio, be Kensuke. I'll be Toji. Hey, hey, Kensuke. Toji said after the Eva pilots were long gone. Yeah, Toji? You were right. Picking a fight with him was a bad idea. 
I know, Toji. Kensuke replied from the garbage bin that he had been stuffed into. I know. Shinji frowned at the odd ringing coming from his new friend's pack. What's that, Ray? Our presence is required at Nerve. There's been another angel spotted. Let's go then. What good is having a giant robot if you can't use it to fight monsters? No, I don't want to go out and watch the fight. Toji said to his best friend. Are you fucking nuts? But it'll be great. Kensuke whined. Giant ro- robots, monster fights. What kind of man are you if you don't want to see that? Have you forgotten what the pilot did to us? Have you forgotten about that this might be a chance to watch him get pummeled? <gasps> Let's go, buddy. <laughs> Toji said with a smile. Shinji looked at the giant monster and frowned. It wasn't the phallic shape that bothered him about his new enemy. It was the large sheet of armor protecting the creature's groin. This is going to be my toughest fight yet. Why? My martial arts knowledge may prove to be useless against this foe. You mean kicking it in the groin? Yes, kicking it in the groin. Just fight the damn thing. Misato's voice sounded very tired for some reason. Sure. Shinji agreed, and the bridge bunnies watched as the Eva unit ripped a nearby building out of the ground and hucked it straight at the angel. Take that, giant phallus. Stop wantonly destroying the city. Misato commanded. What's that, Misato? Shinji asked as he ripped a power line off its pole and proceeded to use the cable like a whip. Ha! You didn't know that I was a master of Shibari! The watchers watched in shock as the Eva proceeded to tie <laughs> up the angel and sit on it. Good work, Shinji. You not quite. We mean not quite. Misato. I need you to send me something very important to end this fight once and for all. Uh, what is it? A giant roll of toilet paper in a giant copy of today's paper. (laughs) What? Seeking to avoid a fate worse than death, the angel activated its self-destruct mechanism and exploded. A few seconds earlier. This has been nothing but disappointing. He didn't even get hurt. I haven't seen a Shibari used by a giant robot since I read the Hentai Dujinshi of Geki Ranger. Not that I read Hentai Dujins. Kensuke added nervously. Whatever. What do you think will happen next? The monster's gonna try to explode to take the hero with him. It's what always happens in the series. Really? Yup. How big an explosion? Big enough to, you know, I think we should be going. It's too late. Quick, into the sewer. We'll be safe there. Good idea, Toji. Hurry. The two boys managed to pry up a manhole cover and jump into the muck only seconds before a wave of fire washed over to their former position. Toji. 
Yeah. I think I'd rather have died in a fire fiery conflagration to, than to be down here. Kensuke Me? said, resisting the urge to vomit. Me too, Me too. buddy. Me too. Bro, you just read. Uh, hey, class rep. Shinji approached his classmate with swagger. Can I have a few moments of your time? What do you need, Shinji? Well, this is embarrassing, but, well, could you recommend me a few books on learning how to cook? Sure. <coughs> but why are you asking me? The other girls said you were the best cook in class. Um, oh. She blushed. Thank you. So why do you want so why do you want to know how to cook? It's for me and Ray both. Neither of us know how to cook, and since we're living together. Living together? Yep. And we're both getting real tired to take out. <clears throat> I'll walk you home after school then. Hikari said, and she was sure that she was misunderstanding something and wanted to check things out for herself before jumping to conclusions on this. We can, ha we can have your first lesson, then. Thanks, Hikari. You're the greatest. Gendo sighed. His son had come and nothing was going according to plan. Rather than a whiny, spineless wimp that would do anything to get the approval of his distant father... He'd gotten an odd boy that managed to find a bright side to every one of the horrible, awful things that had been thrown at him. You toss him into a battle without any training, he was happy to get a giant robot, put him in an abandoned apartment building with no other human beings, and he somehow converts the whole frickin' thing to a private mansion. Gendo was starting to worry that there was nothing he could do to force things back to the way they should be. Until his eye caught a report detailing the second child's psychological profile. And a cold smile lit Gendo's face as he picked up the phone. Hmm. Yes, it's me. Send the second child to Japan early. We'll bring the Eva on schedule. What? Uh, say we're bringing her here early as a teamwork building exercise. Gendo assumed his favorite pose with his fingers interlocked in front of him on his desk. Oh, I know that pose. I know that pose. I know the pose. Also, I think you mean say we're bringing here, here. Here, here. Yes, we're bringing here, here. <clears throat> uh, I think I think to make it lighter on Sergio, I will take over as a Misato because otherwise he'd just be talking to each other half the time. Okay. Hello. Misato knocked on the front door to the dilapidated apartment building. This, th th this couldn't possibly be where they put Shinji, could it? She had to have made a mistake. What kind of evil bastard to put a child in a place like this, let alone his own? Hello, Major Katsuragi. Ray said as she answered the door. How may I help you? Uh, Ray? Misato asked in confusion. But, but, but isn't this where Shinji lives? That is correct. But, are, are you visiting him? No, I am not. Oh, so you live in one of the other apartments in this building, then? There are no other apartments in this building. Th then why are you here? I live with Pilot Akari. 
Uh, oh. I wouldn't have thought the little guy had knit him. Misato shot Ray a knowing smirk. Dot, dot, dot. Hmm, this might cause trouble, though. What sort of trouble? The commander has ordered Shinji to look after the second child while she's here. And to facilitate that, she's going to be moving in soon. I see no problems with the chain of events. So you don't have a problem with another girl moving in? I do not. Wow. He must be a demon in the sack, then, if you're willing to bring another girl to help you. I do not understand, Major. Say, you don't think Shinji would mind if I moved in, do you? This place is a lot nicer than my apartment. I don't know. Although I do not believe that it would be pleasant to have dirty laundry and empty beer cans littering the floor. Hey, I'm not that bad. I have been to your apartment, Major Katsuragi. And if anything, Ray I underestimated things. Ah, fine. Have it your way, then. I will, Major. When is our new resident going to show up? Oh, she should be here in five minutes. That doesn't seem like seem like much time. Is it not customary to give a bit more warning? The commander said that her assigned living quarters suffered a mysterious accident a few minutes ago, and she had to be moved here without much notice. I didn't even know she was coming, so don't blame me. So let me get this straight. My father is bringing a new girl here without telling anyone about it. Um... Yeah. Then at the last minute, the place she was going to go suffers a strange accident. Right. Got a picture? Uh, uh, sure. Here. Misato handed the odd young boy a picture of said girl, and Shinji's <laughs> eyes began to water. I am the best daddy in the world. <laughs> what? Well, it's obvious that he's bringing her here to surprise me. Why else would such a strange and improbable series of events happen? Well, when you put it that way... (sighs) I keep telling my dad that I'm not angry about the fact that he abandoned me for most of my life without almost any contact. But I guess he must feel really guilty about what happened. He's probably trying to make up for all those birthdays he missed. Wow. You do have the best dad in the world. I know. Shinji said smugly, but the conversation was cut off as a car pulled to a stop in front of Shinji's lovely apartment building. Do you want me to do Kaji? You can be Kaji. Kaji. Is it Keiji or Kaji? It's Keiji in the dub, but it's technically pronounced Kaji. I would assume you're being Asuka because you are. You tend to be every girl. Misato. Is that Keiji. any way to treat an old lover? Shut up, you bastard. You expecting me to live in this dump? Asuka asked incredulously. Just for a while. Keiji said, inwardly grinning, depending on how long it takes you to break the third child in half, he thought to himself. Are you living here too, Kaji? No, I'm not. I'll be living in the nerve barracks. Why can't I live there? Because you're living here. 
Akaji. <laughs> See you later, Asuka. Need a ride, Misato? I drove here. Then can I ride with you? No. I'll just be going then. The group watched as the scruffy man jumped into a car and drove away. Let's see how bad it is. Asuka growled as she stormed through the front door. It isn't so bad. Third, first. Get my bags, show me the biggest room. It isn't polite to make demands like that. Ray said in her oh. usual monotone. Why did, why did that? Why did you say it like that? Because of the because of the dialogue instruction. You sounded genuinely offended. Shut up! You're not supposed to make Get commands like that. Oh no! <laughs> You're being a bad girl, Asuka. <laughs> Do you know what happened <laughs> to bad girls? They get punished. Sato listened at the door for a few minutes. Damn, the commander must really love that kid to send him a kinky, masochistic redhead from Germany. I wish my daddy cared about me this much. I mean, sure, he saved me at the expense of his own life, but he never did anything to improve my sex life. Ah, eh, well, maybe he would have if he'd lived. Things are not going according to my plan, Gendo growled to himself. You said that she would break him in a week. How was I to know? She was acting out because she wanted to get punished. Or that your son was a master of Shibari. It was in his file! But there wasn't anything in her file to suggest that she'd be into that sort of thing. I think we're just going to have to accept the fact that this was no one's fault and move on. Oh, really now? He said with a nice uh, smile. And because I feel so bad about how things went, I'm going to suggest another plan. Gendo's hand hovered above the trapdoor release for a long moment before it returned <laughs> to its customary position. <laughs> and what did you have in mind? Fucking Scooby-Doo-ass villain. <laughs> We have a few more people to move in with the pilots as chaperones. I was thinking that Major Katsuragi and I could... No! Dr. Akagi would be a much better choice. And I suppose I should have her assistant go along. The girl's so prudish, nothing will ever happen. Brilliant plan, sir. Tell her I want to speak with her and get out. Yes, sir. What? Ritsuko asked dully. I'm having you and your assistant move in with the pilots to provide some adult supervision. Oh well, guess it can't be too bad. What What do you mean? Living with three children can't be nearly as bad as living with Misato. After a few months of living with a slob like her, I was ready to commit. I almost said this. I, I read this as homicide, a homicide, <laughs> uh, or suicide. Anything to make a stop. Oh, it was that bad then. Gendo asked with a cruel smile, beginning to get an idea. Uh, she snores, she doesn't clean up after herself, she drinks and she vomits on things. She is horrible. I speak garbador. But that, let's just say that I'm glad it's over. 
Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, because you see, Major Katsuragi was also going to be moving in with the pilots. What? Why? You said that it was just going to be me and Maya. As adult supervision, Major Katsuragi is going to be there as their commanding officer to foster better teamwork. I'll go pack. And tell Shinji I want to speak with him. I want to break the news to him personally. Let me make sure I'm getting all this. You're having me move in with the older woman who sent me a picture of herself in revealing clothing with an arrow pointing to her tits. Yes, and she's a slob. She can't clean or even cook to save her life. So I can just order takeout and don't have to bother with chores much either. Yes, and I should mention she has a hefty drinking problem as well. So, a rather experienced older woman with loose morals and gets drunk all the time. Um, precisely. I, I... I'm so happy. I'm I'm also sending Dr. Okagi and her assistant to live with you as adult supervision. There was still time to salvage things. Gendo had to act quickly, though. Two more older women? Yes. A a hot blonde and her assistant? Uh, Yes. I didn't remember my birthday. I'm sorry I doubted you. That's okay, son. Gendo said dully as his son pulled him into a hug. That's okay. I've still got it, don't I? Gendo thought to himself. I could... There's gotta be something I can do to this boy to break him emotionally. Hey, sis. Wait, hold on. Is that it? Yes. Yes, that is the character you were before. Hey, sis, you still looking for a job? Hikari asked her older sister. Oh, yeah, why? I've got a friend who needs a live-in and cook-in maid, and I thought you may be interested. Uh, what's his name? Shinji Ikari. He's a great guy. Mm, does someone have a little crash? Does someone want Dad to find out what they have hidden among their socks? <laughs> Gendo watched the battles with the angel over and over and over again, hoping desperately to find some weakness exhibited by his son that he could be used to shatter the boy's ego and render him into the spineless weenie that he always should have been. He... He doesn't know how to fight. He needs training. Training so hard that it will drive him to the brink of madness. Training that would break lesser men, and by lesser men I mean him! Training that will mold him into the tool I want him to be! A slow smile crept onto his face and he reached for the phone. Get me section two. I have a little training mission for them. All right, you little maggot! The section two drill instructor screamed. Get me to 20! Easy. Why don't you make it 30? If you think you can handle it! The man agreed with a sneer. Give me some hot pockets and anything with caffeine in it. Shinji said as he picked up the controller for the PlayStation 15. 
Let's rock this sock. Yeah, it's pretty good kid, the older man admitted after Shinji defeated the last boss. Hey, you did well in the hand-to-hand portion of your training. Are you ready for the next portion? Surveillance and counter-surveillance? I'm ready, Shinji said, determined. So all you did was play video games and sneak into female locker rooms and baths to plant surveillance cameras? Gendo asked dully. Yep, giving me a chance to film my own porn with a dream come true. Thanks, Dad. Well, at least the training's over with. <laughs> There's still one portion left. Like, uh, there is. Yep, robbing Yakuza for beer money. Oh, really? Yeah. The guys all say that the Yaks fall all over themselves after you drive a tank into their headquarters. And the best part is, I can use it to scare a couple of my classmates. One of the guys mentioned that you were a bit, shall we say, creative with your last inventory. And as a result of that, we've got plenty of ammo to expend in town without any oversight. You really are the best dad in the world. It was at that point that tears readily flowed down Gendo's face. And he prayed that maybe the next angel and catastrophic being of death would do <coughs> something to this boy. Uh, I, I made that up. You're on octahedral. Octahedral, yeah, all right. And octahedral. Ritsuko asked that's lame. frown. At least it isn't a giant phallus like the last one. But it does present a problem. We're gonna have to think carefully about how to defeat this angel. You what? motherfucker! You motherfucker! Sorry. This son of a bitch. We're going to have to think carefully about how to defeat this angel. I'm not sure how I can be of any help. It doesn't appear to have a groin, so my master, my martial arts knowledge is useful. And it doesn't appear to have arms. Your your marital arts? My marital arts (laughs) knowledge is useless. It doesn't appear to have any arms or legs, so I can't use shibari. You'll do great, master. Ooh, be sure to hurt it really good. (laughs) I agree. I know, Misato shouted. We can use some sort of laser or something. Like the one that happens to be a conveniently closed lab? <coughs> By Jove, this may just work. By Jove! By Jove! Gendo took one look at Shinji's face and burst into sobbing tears. God damn it, how was he supposed to make the boy miserable? He kept getting cool fucking toys and pretty edges, but... They got the laser and Shinji prepared to do battle. <sighs> Shiji hummed to himself as he looked at the hyper-advanced laser rifle he was holding. Is this a prototype? Yes, it is. Damn that angel. Shinji whispered with tears in his eyes, causing Gendo to perk up as he watched through a surveillance camera. Uh, well, what is it, Shinji? Its appearance forced father to reveal my birthday present before my birthday. <laughs> That's why father was so sad when you announced that it was the only way we could defeat the angel. Was with some sort of laser or something. I won't forgive it for this. Shinji! That bastard made my daddy sad and he'll make it pay for this! Shinji screamed as he made a cool pose with his fist in the air. Well, that's out of the way. Let's do this thing. 
Shinji got into position, took careful aim, and instantly obliterated the angel into absolutely nothing. Take that, angel. You did it, Shinji, and with one shot to spare. One shot, you say? Wait, 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 wait. Take that. Actually, I don't know what it is I just shot, but I'm sure whatever it was deserved it. The days passed, and the angel was defeated without too much trouble. Dagyo was killed by a mysterious, toxic spell, and Shinji's bank account grew overnight without any stated reason. Boy would just mutter something about easy money in an old Twinkie factory, and before anyone knew it, the next angel, or angels, had arrived. You want me to learn how to dance? That is correct! No boy wanted to learn how to dance, especially not the girly dance he had planned for his son. It's the only way to destroy the angel. There's no other path. I'll do it, father. I won't fail you. Excellent. <laughs> Gendo muttered as his son left the room. Doing anything <coughs> approval was the first thing the boy had done that fit the scenario. I'm surprised that you're taking this so calmly, Misato said after Shinji had told her the entire plan. Dad's just looking out for me. Chicks dig a guy who can dance. Dad's just trying to increase my chances with the ladies. He just made up the whole angel excuse in case I didn't realize that. Oh, wow. Your dad must really want you to succeed. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Watching it all in his hidden monitor, Gendo felt a fresh wave of depressing and sorrow. Maybe, maybe next time, Gendo. Maybe next time. Nothing much happened until the next angel arrived, but when it did, well, nothing much happened then either. So you want us to deal with this angel? That is correct. The angel that is in a volcano that can't cause any harm to anything? Uh, well, yes, you have to, you, you have to kill it. How? I mean, won't the heat melt the Evas? Oh, Ritsuko has just the thing for that. Uh. 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 The <laughs> blonde looked nervous. Uh, Ritsuko? Well, you see, the thing is, we never got around to building it, and it was always meant to... Well, you know, things just sort of got in the way. Reeds, how could you? I see what this is about. Pops just wanted to give me some time on the beach. A little vacation with my ladies, if you will. Uh, but... Come on. Do you expect me to believe that Nerve would waste millions of dollars and risk valuable pilots to deal with an angel that can't cause any trouble? Oh, well, I guess you're right. Now get those clothes off and get on the beach. <laughs> Let's go, everyone. <coughs> Needless to say, Gendo was not very happy about what happened. The next angel was unimpressive, and though Shinji's solution of putting it in a giant jar and keeping it as a pet worked, there's no reason to write it in any more detail. Uh, Sergio, woman. Sensors confirmed that the object is in orbit is an angel. Maya said, The woman was interrupted by a complete power failure. What's happening? Miss Otto demanded. Uh, unknown. We've lost all power. Get it back on! Ah. Uh... Good job, Maya. 
The lights. Pattern blue <laughs> has disappeared. Maya said in trouble. The angel is gone. What? We need to stop. Pa- we need to stop pausing after after lines because we're going to keep interrupting each other. Mm-hmm. Just keep reading. Sorry, I wasn't. I was. I wasn't sure what Matt was going to read and what he wasn't going to read. But if, <laughs> if there's if, if there's four words or less in between the lines, we're not reading it. If there's I'm more than saying, four, if it's, something, if it's something you're conveying with your voice, then just do it. Like shock, okay, awe, things like that. I'm also receiving reports of the moon now has Shinji. Shinji was her on it. Shinji was her? Her what? What does the angel want with Shinji? Does the angel want with Shinji? There isn't enough information to speculate at this time. The power quickly went out again, and the bridge crew sighed. Have maintenance take a look at the wiring, and have security check for sabotage. No one so much as blinked when the power rapidly came back on once again. So about that writing on the moon. Yeah. And now says Shinji was here. Satellite show a large view of concentrated light with a probable origin point of Tokyo 3, writing on the moon at times, coinciding with the power failures. Shinji? What did you do? Dad gave me a really cool laser rifle and you don't expect me to play with it? What are you, nuts? You vandalized the moon and destroyed several satellites. I have no idea what you're talking about. So you expect us to believe that some other boy in a giant robot wrote on the moon with a giant laser rifle? When you put it that way, yes, yes, I do. Oh, whatever. I don't get paid enough to deal with things like this. I need a beer. In his office, Gendo finally snapped. That's it! We can't talk anymore! He beat his fists against his desk. How could I beat him? How could I beat my son? (laughs) Gendo sobbed for several minutes before he got an idea. Yes. Yes, that could work. Gendo left his office and walked into the command center. Here to congratulate the pilot, sir. Oh, yes, I'm here to congratulate him. Bring Shinji in! Misato yelled, and it took a few minutes to locate the wayward pilot, but Shinji was quickly brought in. You called? I have something to tell you, my son. Yeah? I hate you, and I wish you would kill yourself. Such a kidder. What was it you really wanted? Everything I've done was to make your life miserable. Why can't you see that? <laughs> Why can't you just break and be the annoying weenie that you were supposed to be? Who the plans called for you to be? Uh, I... I understand, Father. I now know what you want now. <laughs> Guards, take him away. What? <coughs> Gendo said in shock as he was dragged off by his own guards. Oh, Shinji. Putting a performance like that so he'd be declared mentally unfit to run nerve. <laughs> Leaving the way open for me to install my puppet in the commander's seat, Dad. You really are the greatest. 
A puppet? Yes, puppet. So, <laughs> Commander Misato, why don't you take your chair? It's comfortable. Thank you, Shinji. Don't don't mention it, puppet. I mean, Misato. Uh, for my first command, I'm gonna... <sighs> you won't believe what just happened. Ritsuko screamed as she ran into the room. Ritsu, you interrupted my first command. Ritsuko ignored Misato and turned to the power behind the throne. Shinji, I don't know how to tell you this, but... We're out of Evos and back in the world. Yui said as she walked in, flanked by two other women. Why are there so many women in this fanfiction? Jesus. (laughs) There's just a lot of women in Evangelion, I guess. Mom? Shinji asked in shock. That's right, son. Sorry I didn't get back sooner, but well, your father's kind of creepy and well, to be honest. It was easier to be trapped in a giant machine than deal with him. Sergio's just taking them all, okay. Yeah, Sergio is women. Sergio is all the women. Oh, um, welcome back, I guess. Mom. Wait. What about the angels? How are we going to fight them if your souls aren't powering the angel? I mean, Eva's. Just toss Adam into the medical incinerator. That will solve all our problems and leave us with nothing but a whole lot of questions that don't need to be answered. But... Leaving us with a whole lot of questions that don't need to be answered. Fine. So, son, how would how did you like your first visit with your father? It was great. First, he got me a giant robot, and then the end. It was funny. I thought it was, it was pretty good. I've I've never read read Evangelion or watched Evangelion, but I did find it funny. You basically just had the entire plot summarized for you, aside from the last, okay. except half. except backwards. Yeah, that's alright. Gotcha. I enjoyed it. Like nine out of ten, eight out of ten, around there somewhere. Put a stamp on it. Stamp. Yeah, I don't know how the last couple. Of, well, we read uh we read League. Um, together, and that was good. Yeah, we've we've read some good ones lately. The League one was good. The Ruby one that you weren't there for is pretty good. Um, how did you stumble across this map? Because you said you found this in like your folder or whatever. Oh well, this is just one of the top Evangelion fan fictions. That's how I randomly found it. That's that's how I find most of mine. They're just they're just the ones that have the most favorites and are completed. Gotcha. Uh, this author in particular, I think I actually found one or two other ones just by going to their page. Because I think this person might also have one of the highest rated Harry Potter fanfics as well. I can't remember. Interesting. Oh, well, this yeah, person also has another Evangelion fan. What was that? Yeah, I have anything to say on Evangelion because we usually discuss the, the thing. Uh, it's end, incredibly I, I've never seen it. It's incredibly famous, it's incredibly fucked up, and I feel like it's a little overhyped. I mean, I feel like you can say that about most things. Just like as a general rule. Particularly for Evangelion, though, I think I think a lot of people overhype it a lot, even though it does have a lot of cultural impact. I, I'm just kind of astounded that it does, considering it's like... It's like good. 
I wouldn't say it's particularly amazing. I guess it was just when it came around, it invented a lot of tropes. Popularized them a lot. It's very deep. Hashtag deep. I think there's some parts to it. Is, is it 14 deep. am I am deep, or is it deep? 14. I'm 14 and this is deep, is the subreddit I'm trying to reference. It's pretty deep. Hedekiano wasn't 14 when he wrote it, so I'd say... Mm, yeah, but he was also wildly depressed when he made it. Yeah. Which uh, does does bleed into the work a little bit. Also, the fact that they had some pretty big budget problems when they were making it. Yeah, it was it was, it was being made around the time the 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 burst to the the Japanese economic burst happened, and so they ran out of money. Mm-hmm. So yep. the last epi- couple of episodes are drawn with like Sharpie. Yeah, I I I I, I, I just I just imagined the, key, the the creator of Evangelion, but as Kiryu, like doing the. <laughs> the, like the, the, the opening the suitcase full of money except the suitcase is empty and he's like oh fuck beating the guy and fanning himself with the cash can we have a can we have a, a it's a small you know the, the 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 small to big um domino meme the mm-hmm. the, the the small domino is the Japanese economic bur- bubble burst of the 1990s, mm-hmm. and the big the big domino is Reiwa Godzilla. <laughs> what does this mean? That is a good question. Hideki Hidekiano. Oh. Made Shin That's Godzilla. Right. That's right. I keep and forgetting. And also Evangelion. It totally and blows the, out the back of my fat head that he made Godzilla. He also made he made Shin Godzilla and he made Shin Ultraman and he's making Shin Kamen Rider next year or the year after. One of the two. He's he's very into Shin. It's it's next year. Yeah. It's next year. I mean, technically, if you want, if we want to be technical, the Japanese name for the rebuild films are Shin Evangelion. So yeah, he does really like Shin. Yeah, it's the Damn. the Shin. I mean, they did they did do that promotional <laughs> thing with the shared universe, and they they even made a yeah. like an Evo Rider belt with a design to go <coughs> with it. Oh, cool! That's cool. I wonder if there's going to be any Evo references in Shin Kamen Rider. I guess Shin Ultraman would be the place to put it. But, I would know. think so because there there are there are Rider references in Shin Godzilla. Common Rider or or even Galian. Well, say in Shin Godzilla there are Common Rider references. I don't know if there are even references, but there are Common Rider references. I think his point mm-hmm. is that um, he just likes to reference his own work, which makes sense. He's made a lot of really popular stuff. Yeah, and he continues to. Yes, he very much does. Um, I, don't I have know. nothing general, left I find to Evangelion, add to this. I, I think in general, I just find Evangelion sort of <coughs> depressing in some ways. But mm-hmm. maybe it's just me. Maybe I'll have a different different. Well, I think I, I think it's more of the societal context of Evangelion. I think it was a, a pretty good representation of how a lot of people felt at that time in in Japan with the economic bubble collapse. With the economic the economic the the economic collapse and just like like. So society being so like 
work focused and like even now it's still so work focused and not like pleasure focused so i i think it's very it's very bold to have the kind of the subtext of just like subtext and background of that kind of stuff being put into a what what was to be a mecca show and turned into a cultural phenomenon mm-hmm. i think it also kind of gave a resurgence to the mecca genre mm, kind of sort of it's a bit weird because eva didn't really like re-energize the mecha genre so much as it did point a gun at it and tell it it wasn't what a lot of people thought it had to be um it was the it was the major mainstream at the time deconstruction of mecha but the problem is when you say it's the major one at the time it's very important to reference at the time because before eva there had been several other deconstructions of mecha and sentai and transformation shows and all that um, per Wikipedia, um, CNET reviewer Tim Horniak credits the series with vitalizing and transforming the mecha genre. In the 80s and 90s, Japanese animation saw a decreased production following the economic crash in Japan. Uh, Wouldn't that be after the crash? What, the Evangelion crash imposed... No, be, no, because the, the crash happened during Evangelion. That's why the last two episodes had no budget. So wouldn't that mean that the fallout of the crash was after it had done had been finished? No, the fallout of the crash was them losing their budget while the show was going on, and the la- and the last the end of the show being rushed and turning into what it was. Right. My point is there was still fallout for several years after the show had finished. Right. Well, yeah, but they still also felt the fallout during the show being finished. Right. 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 But my point being, I feel like the mecha genre was in a slump because Japan was in a slump. I feel, well, like yeah. it's, I feel like it's a misattribution there because obviously a lot of people really liked Evangelion. I think a lot of people are. But it, it also brought that. deeper. It also brought deeper stories to the genre, besides like just old, like classic Gundam stories. I think it certainly helped with that a lot, but it's also worth noting that um, Getter Robo had also been doing that for quite some time. <coughs> But nobody ever talks about that because it didn't get a get mainstream. Um, it also, according to Wikipedia, again, take it with a grain of salt because Wikipedia, um, mm-hmm. the production of anime serials began to reflect greater author control due to uh, due to the this new standards imposed by Evangelion for the new an- for the animated serial. Um, with a concentration of resources in fewer but higher quality episodes, a directorial approach similar to live film, and greater creative freedom from the constraints of merchandising. Which is ironic, because if you've ever seen merchandising in Evangelion, it's like it's like crack and white bread. Yeah, that's why I don't really think Wikipedia is being very accurate there. They're kind of just saying, Evangelion was the Jesus of anime. Because that's not really accurate. No, that was, uh, that was Gurren Lagann. Yes, Gurren Lagann was the Jesus of anime. But um, I, I will say, um, Gurren Lagann... <clears throat> definitely comes uh, being a huge cultural icon definitely comes as a response i think thematically to evangelion although again people tend to think of gurren lagan and just evangelion but really gurren lagan is more getter robo than it is evangelion dna 
like a lot but more get a robot. The director of Gurren Logan also said that even Galen was a big influence on it, so oh, yeah. that might be why. Yeah, it was. It was. But if you like it's almost like shit from Get a Robo was just ripped straight out of it and put into Gurren Logan because the last fight in Get a Robo Armageddon specifically is all the main characters in space, giant transforming robot, all their mystical space bullshit powers are colored neon mintish green sort of color, like a lighter green. You know, that kind of thing. I, think, I also think it's really funny that there's a section for influence and legacy for Evangelion on Wikipedia that's just about all the clones of Rey and Asuka that came out as a direct result of Evangelion coming out. Mm-hmm. It was just... Blue-haired, stoic anime girl is, like, one of the biggest tropes of the 90s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, the characters definitely had a lot of cultural significance around that. Mm-hmm. Evangelion is definitely a pretty big landmark anime. I, I feel like it's more or less just the timing of it than it was necessarily the... Um, I don't think it would be as good without the timing because the timing is what turned it into what it was. The stress of, of Japanese life on Hideki Anno as mm-hmm. a result of the economic crisis is what made Evangelion... Uh, uh, sorry, I, had to, I, I almost fucking mm-hmm. died. Into what it is. It's definitely um, a perfect storm. Very much a perfect yes. storm. It was in the right place. I guess it was in the wrong place at the right time. But as a result, it, it fucking it blew up, you know? Mm-hmm. It was very unique. But yeah, I got nothing else to add. Um, I think that's pretty much all there is to say about it. It's yeah. very interesting looking back on it. Watch even Galien unless you're mentally ill. Then don't watch it. Then you'll be sad. If you're depressed, don't watch even Galien. Watch Gurren Lagann. Well, okay. If you're depressed, watch watch. Don't watch end of even Galien. Just watch even Galien because it's got a pretty good. It's got a pretty happy ending, all things considered. Unless you watch end of even Galien, which is just like ninety minutes of of depression personified. I feel like if you're depressed and you want to watch something uplifting, definitely don't watch even because even if the ending of Evangelion is more uplifting, you've got like 24 episodes of a largely depressing, traumatic shit to go through. Also, I see that end of Evangelion made 2.47 billion yen, and I was like, that's a lot of money. And then I was like, wait, that's only $20 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Also, to, to end off the episode, to end off the episode, I'm going to say my favorite Evangelion fact that I have, that I've said to mm-hmm. you guys multiple yeah. times, mm-hmm. but I love yeah. saying it. Spike Spencer, the voice of Shinji Akari, in the original English dub, is the voice of the Taser from Payday 2. That is your favorite quote. That is not your favorite quote. That's your favorite fact to quote. Yes. He said this a lot. I'm, I'm letting you all know. It's a funny, fu- it's he a really, really, so f- it's so funny. It's such a weird th- connection. All I right. One of my favorite things of Evangelion is the part where uh, the dub actor for Shinji Ikari shit talks the end of Evangelion. Yeah. And he also oh, yeah. says, Taser, moving in. All right, end the episode. We love you. <laughs>